The Bible says that disaster looms over the city of Damascus in Syria. It will not be like anything else in history. The escalation of events is so severe that it appears we could wake up tomorrow and Damascus will be gone. Wait until you hear this. But before we get to our program, here's our producer Kevin with an important message for you. Hi, I'm Kevin, the producer of Today in Prophecy, and I'd like to thank you for watching this week's episode. If you're blessed by this show, please consider subscribing to our channel. Once you subscribe, you'll be able to stay up to date with all our latest videos. Now let's get back to the program. I'm Tom Hughes. Welcome to Prophecy Update on Hope for Our Times. When we think of Syria and Damascus and the Bible uh, prophecies regarding Damascus, consider these articles. Netanyahu says, better now than later to confront the Iranian threat. And the Iranian threat is coming from Damascus, not just from Iran. And then this comes out of the Jerusalem Post. Israeli minister, if Iran attacks from Syria, Assad's blood is forfeit. Assad is the president of Syria. If Assad, this is the quote, if Assad allows Iran to turn Syria into a military vanguard against us, to attack us from Syrian territory, he should know that would be the end of him, the end of his regime. Folks, this is incredible. And then Aruth Shiva says, we may have to eliminate Assad. Senior Israeli minister warns Assad may be eliminated if he continues to allow Iran to use Syria as base for attacks on Israel. Uh, this is truly an incredible thing to hear these news reports coming when we look at the Bible. Consider this news in the light of Bible prophecy. Isaiah chapter 17 says, Behold, Damascus will cease from being a city, and it will be a ruinous heap. And Jeremiah 49 says, Damascus has grown feeble. God says, I will kindle a fire in the wall of Damascus, and it shall consume the palaces of Ben-Hadad. Damascus is one of the oldest continuously inhabited cities in the world. It has never been turned into a ruinous heap. That means God's word to Isaiah is still waiting to be fulfilled. And the prophecy is so specific that it even speaks of destroying the king's palace. Currently, that is the residence of Syria's president, Bashar Assad. Are these prophecies about ready to be fulfilled? But even more so, what is both terrifying and fascinating about these prophecies is that the disaster will occur in a single night. Isaiah chapter 17 in verse 14 goes on to say, Behold, at eventide, trouble. But before the morning, Damascus is no more. Imagine the tragedy. 1.7 million people live there. But physically, the city is small. It has a footprint of only 40 square miles. In a comparison, Oklahoma City has less than half the population with a footprint of 320 square miles. But even with Damascus confined to such a small area, scholars have long wondered how this scripture could be fulfilled in one night. Their questions were answered on July 16, 1945. That's when the United States tested its first atomic bomb at Trinity Site, New Mexico. How is a major city turned into a ruinous heap in only a few hours? Nuclear weapons. 
uh, the closest country to Syria known to possess such weapons is Israel. So what would it take for Israel to use their nukes on Damascus? It would have to be a life or death situation. Could Syria possibly put mighty Israel in a life or death situation? Absolutely. Atomic bombs are known as weapons of mass destruction or WMDs. Other WMDs include biological weapons and chemical weapons. There's only one place in the world where the use of WMDs is commonplace, and that is Syria. Uh, through the years, Syrian leaders have threatened to use their WMDs against Israel. A massive chemical attack on Israel, or the imminent threat of one, might be enough to trigger the utter destruction of Damascus in a single night. Uh, last month, Israeli ambassador to the UN, Danny Dannon, he told the UN Security Council about a single base in Syria with over 80,000 Shia militants under Iranian control. He added that the base is just five miles from Damascus. To keep Iran from having a free hand in Syria, Israel keeps making military incursions into Syria. Uh, for instance, on April 10th, Israel carried out an attack near Homs. On April 30th, Israeli airstrikes took out 200 Iranian ground attack missiles in Syria. But what if Iran wants Israel hit, but doesn't want a reciprocal Israeli attack on Tehran? Well, consider this article out of the Jerusalem Post that puts all of this into perspective. Here's the report. Iran planning to launch a barrage of missiles against Israel. Military analyst Ronnie Daniel said the intelligence suggested Iran would use Shiite militias already deployed in Syria along with experts from Hezbollah. Uh, they could easily use their puppet regime in Syria and the reciprocal attack would be against Damascus and these things are already in the news. Uh, when will this disaster come upon Damascus? Some say before the rapture. Others say after the rapture. We don't know the date, but we do know it will happen and that it could happen at any time. All of this proves that the Bible is right once again. That means you can trust it. And not just to know what's going on in the world, you can trust what it has to say about Jesus and is dying for our sins. You can trust it as God's word, trust it with your life, and trust it with your eternal life. Listen, do you know the Lord Jesus Christ? The Bible is very clear. There's no other name under heaven by which a person can be saved, by which a person can be forgiven. Consider this fact. We are all sinners. We all fall short of the glory of God. The only way to be forgiven and to be deemed forgiven and be able to enter into the presence of the Lord is by asking Christ to forgive you of your sins. Listen, if you want to know that when you die, you're forgiven and you're going to be in the presence of the Lord and that you aren't going to be judged for your sin, you need to trust in Christ. I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And if you pray this and you mean it, you can know that you are forgiven. Are you ready? Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Right now, I repent of my sin and unbelief and I surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 
Uh, please visit the Know Jesus page at HopeForOurTimes.com to find out what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Uh, until next time, God bless. Now, here's our producer, Kevin. Thanks for watching and being a part of this week's program. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our new website, HopeForOurTimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date and well informed about the times we're living in. God bless, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.